Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. Live show now on a Thursday. We'll give you uh, some reaction from our day in Tuscaloosa. Coming up a little bit later on, getting to hang out with the Alabama coaching staff of Kalen DeBoer and company. Uh, we'll break that down a little bit later in the show. Justin Hokinson joins us to start hour number two at 10 a.m. Central Time on Auburn football. Uh, Hugh Freeze talking today. Some of the players after the Auburn Tigers have jumped on the field. Alabama goes on Monday. And Dallin Cuff joins us at 11 Attaway. to break down what he saw last night in basketball. But that's where we start. Alabama's a winner. More on that in a second. Let's go Tennessee beating Auburn first in what was, I thought, a high-level quality basketball game and one that and I know this sounds stupid but I feel better about Auburn in the NCAA tournament I feel better about them now than I did before that basketball game tell me why that's the case well I mean they had an eight point lead until Dalton Connect just goes absolutely bananas in the second half and that guy I just you know watching him down the stretch it's like how was he even guardable in his league last year? He would, Lance, he was not even first team all conference. We keep going back to that. I mean, figure that one out. Yeah, I mean, you. I would like to go back and watch that guy and see if he just blossomed overnight or if he played anything like this last year. Did he grow two inches? I know. I mean, he's what, 6'6? Six, 6'6. Six? Six, six. Yeah, I mean, but he can do absolutely everything. And I think his game is really. Um, it's NBA friendly. I think he's going to be really good at the next level. I think he's going to be a lottery guy. I don't think there's any doubt he's going to go in the top 10. I, I don't know what Auburn could have done more in guarding him at, at parts of the game. And even when he went on that run, and the great stat is, you know, Auburn is up 63 55 at the under 12 timeout. And then Dalton Connect outscored Auburn 25 21 in the final 12 minutes of the game. That's incredible. It's a crazy stat. And if you're watching that, some of those shots were highly contested, hand in face, jumping with him. He's just out jumping him with a high release and draining him from way beyond the arc. Yeah, I mean, here's the Pearl quote. Dalton is terrific. We thought we had guys who could guard him. When he went downhill, we could have offered more resistance. I don't know. I agree with you. I think the difficulty of the shots... And when he's taking it to the rim, there's only so much you can do about it. And somebody over in the chat is saying, Connect may score 50 against Bama. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, this could be his Pete Maravich moment well, that in was, Coleman Coliseum. That was actually a whole topic I had down for later on. I think the Coleman Coliseum record, I don't know if it's urban legend or a real record, uh, but it's Pete Maravich 60-plus that time back in the 60s when he came into Coleman Coliseum. I assume that is the most points ever scored by anybody in a, in a Coleman Coliseum basketball game at the college level. I'll throw a lot of disclaimers yeah, there. Yeah, you did. But Dalton Connect, the way Alabama's playing defense right now, could could scare them yeah, uh, if, he chose, if he so chooses. You know, normally in the NBA when you have a guy go off like that, it's not necessarily good for the team because a lot of guys are standing around and watching and you'll see a guy score 40 and the team will still lose by 10. 
But, you know, 20 points is a lot. And that's what's, you know, and I know we'll get to Mark Sears in a second. And that's what's so impressive about Mark Sears. He goes 20-plus every night, it seems like. But when you go 39 in a college basketball game, it, it's hard to beat that team. Yeah. I, I will say this, if, and we do this often, but if I had given you these numbers yesterday during the show, I would have said Auburn is going to shoot right at their season shooting percentage which they shot 45.8. Auburn's a 46% shooting team on the season. They're actually going to shoot better from beyond the arc than they do on average. They're going to shoot 40 for, for almost 41% from beyond the arc, 9 of 22. They're 40%. 30, yeah, they're 30-some-odd on the season. I don't have it right in front of me, but they're in the 30s. So they outpace their normal three-point shooting percentage. They're right at their actual shooting percentage. They're 21 of 28 from the stripe, and they scored 84 points. So I've given you those four pieces of information. You would have thought Auburn won by what? Um, well, it's Tennessee on the road. I would have thought Auburn won. Yeah, I mean, you score 84 against Tennessee's defense. It's hard to stomach a loss. That's exactly right. Bruce Pearl cut one rock star, if you'll give me Bruce Pearl. That's what Bruce was talking about last night. Remember, this game was 46-43. That was the final score last year in Knoxville between two of the great defensive teams in the country. No Dalton Connect. There was no Dalton Connect, but 46-43 was the final score. It was 44-40 at the half last night. That's how good these two teams were playing, and it wasn't all easy baskets either. It was a lot of contested games. Bruce afterwards on one that he feels like got away from his team. You score 84 points on the road uh, playing for a championship, that ought to be enough to to win. Um, Our defense definitely let us down. Um, And uh, obviously Dalton was terrific and uh, uh, he was uh, really hard to stop one-on-one he made a lot of tough shots a lot of, a lot of shots that were contested um, probably disappointed in two things one when he went downhill I thought there were times when we could have offered more resistance more help off the ball we didn't and then uh, I thought that uh, I thought Siegler getting downhill against us um was a huge factor. Um, you know, Jedi Broom did everything he possibly could offensively. Um, and, uh, you know, we had some pretty good balance. Again, you score 84 points in here, you should be able to win. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you, if, if there was a way you could go back and take Bruce after the Kentucky loss and Bruce right there, two yeah. different people. And, I mean, and that's what I was going to say, Brent. Yeah. I don't disagree with Bruce often because uh, coaches are coaches and they know their teams better than me. I'm just a sportscaster uh, and a fan. But I thought the way he was playing after the game last night was sort of the wrong tenor. And as I started off, I thought I thought this Auburn team showed me that they have a little backbone that when you get neutral sight in the NCAA tournament, and he probably is telling his team that that's for the media and everything. But that team, if they play like they did last night in Knoxville, will be a tough out in the NCAA tournament. I don't know how far they could go. Jimmy Dykes was talking. These are two possible Final Four teams, and that is a possibility. Uh, I don't know what more you could do defensively against Connect, and I understand uh, when he beats his defense and is driving down, but when you've got a guy like Ziegler, who is also terrific with the basketball, that makes it a double dose, and how many times are you going to get Vescovy not scoring but two points, and that's on a late 
heave by connect off the top of the backboard that he just happens to sprint to the basket at the right time, grab an awkward rebound and lay it in for two. Vescovy scores two points. Yeah. Delta I mean, Connect's taking him away. Yeah, it's a deep experience team. And, and Connect just gives it uh, another element they didn't have the last couple of years under Rick Barnes. And that's why the expectation is so great for this Tennessee team. But, you know, I mean, that's just when, when you are, and you mentioned the 6355. When Connect can score 11 straight in 20 of their 23, when you have a guy like that in the tournament, and you know, he had two fouls early in the game. Right. And so that was a little concerning for Rick Barnes, but if you can keep him out of foul trouble, I mean, Tennessee, I, you know, they can win a national championship. But, I don't yeah. think there's any doubt. But I do agree with you. I think Auburn in a loss, it's about as good as you can look in a loss. And, and I'm replaying it in my head on that little stretch, Brown. And it was like, what was the video game? It was NBA Jams, right? Where yeah. it was two on two and you start shooting and the ball lights up a what, ball what, of flame. What did he say, Rocky? He's heating up. And, and, and dude, <laughs> that's what it felt like. He Once they got him the ball, uh, he was sleeping in the corner and he sprints out, as Jimmy Dykes would say. Boom, he, shakalaka. He, <laughs> he grabs it and he's shooting. And sometimes it's three-point range from the NBA. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, it just... I don't know what more you could do uh, with that guy, and it's going to be interesting to see how Alabama attacks him. Late in the game, those officials were, were allowing Chad Baker-Mazzara to... There were a couple of times he was wrapping his arms around him to keep him from moving, and they weren't calling a foul. Uh, and Dalton Connett was looking at the official like, well, wait a second, what are we doing here? What, yeah. what are we doing? I don't know how you cover the well, guy. I mean, that's uh, I was in transition. I had to fill in for uh, our buddy Will Haver at Odie's Trivia last night. So I was in transition uh, from dinner to trivia. And so I was listening to Andy Burcham and uh, the gentleman that does the uh, analysis when they're on the road. It's not Sonny. It's another guy when they're on the road. And um, the guy was like, I mean, Andy's like, Dalton Connect's on fire right now. And the guy's like, I mean, Andy, those last two were NBA threes. I just yeah. don't know what you do. Contested. Yeah, there's contested NBA threes. I really don't know what you do here. I mean, that was kind of his – he didn't say those exact words, but that was basically his point is this guy's just firing it up from NBA range. And listen, you weren't there, Dunaway. Lance was. When you stand – we were on the court uh, down at the Legacy Arena when they had the NBA striped out. It seems like it's twice as far as a uh, college three, doesn't it, Lance? When you're standing behind that NBA line? Yeah, I mean, those additional feet. That's a haul. What is it, a little more than four feet further back? Yeah, Yeah, but it feels like like 10 feet further back. I mean, it is a haul to shoot from that NBA. Didn't scare our boys from shooting, though. (laughs) No, no, we still flogged them up, trust me. Not at all. You know, and we didn't know if Jalen Williams was going to play, and he gutted out 21 minutes off the bench, but, you know, he wasn't 100%. Yeah, got 12 points, 20 minutes, and he did play. Right sale didn't, so we had those backwards yesterday. Let's talk about Alabama right after LT tells us about our friends with the Sports Betting Alliance. A little movement down in Montgomery yesterday. Yeah, this is coming down to the wire. And uh, again, if you want to get on board, now is the time. Let your voice be heard. I don't know if you guys ever got in touch with the uh, local senator. I sent you guys the number, 334-261-0800. I would invite everybody to call. Let their voice be heard because they are soon going to decide whether or not you can vote not only on lottery, casinos, but sports betting. They want to hear from you. Did you know Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. This is paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance, sportsbettingalliance.org. Again, write the number down. Call right now. I've had multiple people send me texts saying they just got off the phone with them. 334-261-0800. That's 334-261-0800. Uh, I went from watching that that 
what I thought was a well played basketball game to the start of the the Ole Miss Alabama game. And first of all, I will point out uh, that we do this probably about once every February this time of year where ESPN refuses to build into their schedule enough time for both games to to start. Oh, they do it in football too. And they so, do it in yeah. football too. Why not just schedule these at the length of the, that the normal runtime is instead yeah. of me having to, you know, wait to miss the start of a game or go to ESPN News or whatever. Like, would it kill you for uh, you to have to sit there for two minutes and listen to Seth Greenberg and Dallin Cuff, our, our 11 o'clock guests, yeah. talk about what they just saw? That wouldn't kill me. Yeah, give me a little middle studio yeah, I, show. I don't, I don't, that doesn't bother yeah, me. But, 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 but I do, if I'm at the game, I want the game to start on time. Well, I do, but if the announced time is 8.15, it starts on time. And no, that's no, the I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I don't like it when they push it back just but, for TV. But, but they're they, already telling me the game is going to tip at 9.10. Eastern, eight yeah. ten Central, uh, and then it really goes. You know, by the time I get over there to it, it's it's eight twenty. Yep. So I've missed ten minutes of time. It seems to me like we could build it out to where I know the game's going to start at eight twenty. I, I would agree with you. Yeah. So I can get all of all the games on television. But you know, we live in the greatest country in America. I mean, the greatest country on the planet. Why not? We've all got multiple TVs. It seems we don't miss anything. But I just don't understand that. Um, Alabama wins last night. Uh, in an arena that I'm, I'm told by Greg Byrne again yesterday that you know that's if we ever build one, it's going to look a lot like the one in Oxford. Yeah, right? I think they like the way the pavilion is set up. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. You don't. I don't, and I don't know if it's because the broadcast always sucks from there, and it makes me dislike that arena. If it's because Ole Miss basketball isn't always well attended, yeah, like it wasn't last night, which makes me dislike that arena. Maybe it's just the Ole Miss product, which makes me dislike that arena. Maybe it's the camera angle. Maybe it's the, the well, technology. The, 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 the I think it looks pretty bad. good on, yeah. on TV. The, I, the Ole Miss product, Lance, under Kermit Davis was kind of boring. Oh, but it was I, awful. Yeah, but under under Chris Beard, I don't think it's going to be that bad. Yeah, well, now, they've, I, lost, they've lost, what, six of seven? Is that what they've yeah, lost? Yeah, they've lost yeah, six yeah, of yeah. seven. I, they had a 15-point I mean, lead, and they lose by 15. I said, yeah. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Uh, no, not right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw you bitching about it on Twitter. But we were at Odie's, so we did not have sound up. You were saying it sounded like the announcers weren't there? No, the announcers sounded fine. The crowd sounded like they were playing a game. It, it Really, what it sounded like, it sounded like the Conference USA tournament back when they had the split the screen. Curtains. Yeah. And like there was a game going on on the other side of the gym or across the street in another right. arena. And the crowd sounded muffled. Like a muffled sounding crowd. I, uh, I did notice a lot of empty seats, though, behind the benches there. Yeah, they, which, the fans did not turn out for that game. Which made me wonder, were they pumping in crowd noise? Oof. Because Boy, that seems what, like a lot of effort yeah, for Ole Miss. Lance, yeah. That's what it sounded like. Like they were pumping in some muffled, crappy crowd noise uh, that they had recorded on a handheld phone or something and were playing it over there to make it sound like it had some folks in there. But I, I think you guys would agree with, agree with me. Not the announcers. The announcers okay. were fine. See, that's why I was trying to clarify. I the, just didn't know what you were the saying. The crowd sounded like they were next door or muffled or something. Well, well NH3425 agrees with you. He says sound muffled, weird noise on TV for the Bama game. Uh, JT83 says acoustics in there are bad, Jim. So I guess he's been there. Chase says, I went a few years ago to Auburn at Ole Miss. The arena was pretty nice. A lot of uh, SEC SPN needs to step up their production quality. Now, that is the... I guess on those games, it is still the school production, right? It is the ES- school production. Yeah, ESPN's not sending their trucks anymore. It's so, school production. So Alabama and Auburn do a really good job of their production, and Ole Miss's broadcasting department needs to crank up. I uh, guess. Spend some money on some microphones. I reckon. 
Yeah, get it from Jackson Dart, man. Get some microphones from Jackson Dart's NIL <laughs> can, or something. Can you tell me, uh, because I had Ole Miss plus five and a half. I thought you were going to see Alabama, a really good defensive effort, and Ole Miss ends up getting some garbage baskets late, and they get 88 points. So you took Ole Miss plus five and a half yeah. on that one. Okay. Yeah, I, I felt like Ole Miss. My gut feeling when I was talking to you yesterday, when that number came out, five and a half. And oh, it was it surprised. Didn't it trickle to six? I thought maybe you were telling me that Alabama was going was gonna to boat race them. No, I ended up playing ten. Tennessee and ended up playing Ole Miss and I, I just thought Ole Miss would keep this a lot tighter but Davin Cosby I, I mean what in the world I didn't see this con- you know normally when you get a true freshman off the bench they're coming in to give you some quality minutes and contribute hey don't shoot Davin you go in there man unless My it is a wide open gosh. shot hey. and by the way usually not at the end of February not on February 28th yeah. Do you see a guy coming off getting his most meaningful playing time ever? Well, yeah, that was his most minutes since pre-Christmas. I mean, so it's been forever in yeah. a critical game that Alabama absolutely had to have, and that guy was—he had no conscience at all. You think you think ten attempted threes in thirteen minutes of play is a lot, Lance? Uh, it's amazing. I mean, he played thirteen minutes and took ten threes. That's more yeah, it was than almost like shot. he was getting paid per shot. I know that's more than lunch for shot. Here's the deal: as you watch the game. He also was one of four to start with. So he missed three of four, if you do the other side of that, and still had the guts to keep shooting. You got to love his confidence. I mean, when you, and look, I don't know if you'll ever get that again from Cosby this year, but if you can get him to have one or two key baskets and then you get Reitzel back, you've got a lot of scores there. Still don't think this Alabama defense is any good. We'll see what happens Saturday in Coleman. I know they're a completely different team in Coleman, but boy, this is going to be an exciting game. I got a, a text from a buddy that lives in Denver, and he's like, man, I cannot wait for that game Saturday. Yeah, Bama and Tennessee on Saturday, but more on what happened last night. Uh, 103-88, Alabama wins it over Ole Miss, and Davin Cosby, as these guys brought up, was one of the stories. Five of ten for three-point range. That's all his points, 15. I don't know how good his handle is, uh, but he handled the pressure okay on the road. Here is Nate Oates. Hey, this kid's always had a good attitude. He's worked really hard, and he's never lost confidence. And I've told him that. It's, it's hard to do when you're not playing minutes. You know, and we've told him he's got to get better on defense, and his shot selection had been a little suspect at times. That's why his percentages weren't as high as they should be because he's actually a very good shooter. But, you know, he had to learn how to take good shots. I thought he took 10 really good shots tonight. For a kid that has gone multiple games and not played at all, he's never lost his confidence. It says a lot about who he is as a person, his internal character, you know, his work ethic. He stays in the gym and works, expecting to get a chance. And we needed him. I mean, if you're going to win a league championship, these are the games you're going to have to win on the road. And we, we don't have him tonight. We don't win this game. Yeah, and it was a slow start. And to his point there, no right sale. So it wasn't like he was coming in and playing. You know, like you'll get Leor Berman at Auburn. Some nights he'll play double-digit minutes. Some nights he'll play six minutes. You know, some nights he'll play 18 minutes. So he's, he's in and out of you know, a lot of playing time, but you're getting a few, few minutes on the court every night. This kid went a long time without ever seeing the court. He was down there with all the, the walk-on guys, Shooting, shooting bows and arrows after threes and throwing up three goggles. He was one of those guys. Well, look, you get your opportunity in, in key minutes, and you make those shots. He could have shot himself probably out of minutes. 
but he shot himself into it. And you mentioned he started one of four, ends up five of ten. Those were big baskets from Cosby down the stretch. And, you know, this kind of overshadows what Estrada did last night with a triple-double. I know. That's hard to overshadow that, isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, those five out of ten from beyond the arc will do it. Only the fourth triple-double in Alabama basketball history for Aaron Estrada last night. That's hard to believe. I would have think Robert Ory and Derek McKee would have had a few triple-doubles. You, you go back to Reginald King and – um, T.R. Dunn and some of those guys, maybe a Hollywood Robinson, if he got a rebound or something to bounce his way. Uh, but Estrada joins two from Roy Rogers. I was going to say Roy Rogers had to be in the discussion. Yeah, just because of those crazy-ass blocks. Yeah, and points and the first, rebounds. The first two. Roy okay. Rogers was hell in the NIT. So, so they did. <laughs> they had no triple-double Until before, Roy Rogers. before Roy Rogers. Hell about that. Kyra Lewis. And now Aaron Estrada. That blows me away that Derek McKee and Robert Ory, with how balanced their games were, never had triple doubles. Wimp, wimp throttled well, him. I guess Derek McKee was ineligible a lot, right? Yeah. Wimp throttled him, man. He wouldn't let him, yeah, wouldn't let him shoot. 18, 10, and 10. Yeah, Brody's points. right. Herb Jones seems like he would have been one oh, of those guys, too. Yeah. 18 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists is uh, the assist number. Gets him to the triple-double. And uh, Zach says Estrada tried to get Cosby another garbage-time basket with like five seconds left. Uh, they did go uh, over 100 again. But the amazing stat... Um, yeah, Estrada Alabama. didn't realize he had 10 assists. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to get one more. Yeah, yeah. I need that triple-double. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the amazing stat, though, is Alabama has now scored 90-plus points in five straight SEC games. Last time that happened, Arkansas, 1994. I was going to ask what the line to beat for best offense in SEC basketball history is. That's got to be one of them right there. Mm-hmm. The old Nolan Richardson, 40-minute of hell Offense and defense. They've done the 100-point total that has reached uh, that great Kentucky team back then, national champion. 96. And now 90-plus in five straight SEC games with that great Arkansas team back there. The difference in both of those in this Alabama team is that Arkansas team, was it known for its scoring or known for what? Uh, Defense. 40 minutes ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a different style. Yeah, and this Alabama team, as dynamic as they are offensively, as many scores as they've got, I just don't see a deep run based on the defense. Okay, well, let's answer this question then because it came in early, so I'm going to dig back. Jason says, it's amazing how Auburn gives up 90, and Dunaway, you say, wow, that felt like a Final Four team. Bama scores over 100 again, and the story is, wow, their defense sucks. Yeah. No, I thought Alabama's defensive effort was much better last night. Yeah, but, I mean, what's the expectation? There's two completely different teams. You're on the road in Knoxville. You're on the road in Oxford. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are, those are I, night and day teams. One team has lost six of seven. The other is the number four rated team yeah, in the country. Yeah, the other is one, what, uh, 11 of 13, and they look like a Final Four team. Well, I'm just but saying, I, thought Alabama's I think de- Auburn's defense is it's number six in Ken Palm. I mean, that's one reason that you look at last night, and it feels like a little bit more of an outlier for yeah. Auburn than normal. Alabama's defense is 99th in Ken Palm. You look at last night, and you're like, it's kind of who their defense is. No, I, I didn't say anything about the defense you, in, you this, in this opening segment here today because I watched last night and thought to myself, if you can get that kind of defensive effort from Alabama moving forward, you're going to win a lot of basketball games. I thought that effort was a lot better than at Kentucky. Now, it was against a lesser team than what Kentucky was at Rupp, and you play a better team in Tennessee coming up this weekend. But I thought the guys put forth great effort last night defensively. Still gave up 88 points. But I thought they played a lot better defensively last night. The problem is, they got into a horrible situation, foul trouble last night. Oh, yeah, they did. Ryland Griffin fouled out. Uh, Grant Nelson fouled out. Yeah, and there yeah. were a lot of people playing with fouls, so they were more aggressive defensively, um, which you've got to be. But they also did that with 
uh, some fouls. And Grant Nelson did not have his, uh, he still had 10, uh, but he did not have his best game. And he also cost me a few hundred dollars at mybookie.ag by not getting to 13 points. What did he, what did he I got the box right here. What did he, he had 10, he so had all 10. he needed to hit was 1-3, huh? And he fouled out. He had you know, 10. You can't bet those props in Ohio anymore. D- Dudaway fouled him right out. Can't bet those uh, college player props in yeah, Ohio? Yeah, they, they, they have banned player props. Yeah. I, so uh, stupid. So, I mean, everything everything going in, man, and I'm ching, 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 $10 into 240 Just needed another three from Grant Nelson. 12 and a half was a precarious number for Grant last Clearly night. Clearly Vegas do. He was going to fail out. All right. Uh, one more thing uh, in this opening segment. Right after uh, first LT tells us about our friends at Rump Shaker, and then Brownie will uh, tell us about our fine folks there with mybookie.ag. Yeah, did you realize that colon cancer is second leading cause of cancer deaths in America and affects men and women equally? If you're 45 or older, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, it's treatable, it's beatable, but early detection is the key. For more information, please visit rumpshakerinc.org. You can also join us for the 16th annual Rump Shaker 5K that is coming up Saturday, March 23rd at Regentsfield in Birmingham. For more information on that, to get registered, rumpshakerinc.org. So Dunaway mentioned that uh, he just missed on the player prop there at mybookie.ag so would have paid you 200 huh uh 10 to pay 240 10 to pay 240 yeah tough one there jim tough loss it was but you know how could have won that how could you have won that i could have won 10 to pay 130 if i had to put grant nelson grant nelson in there that's, that's, get a little greedy that's what we call greed right there uh you could go play those at mybookie.ag code next round when you go to mybookie.ag and you sign in you use code next round they give you that bonus. You use that bonus once, win with it. It is yours and yours right away. You don't have to win like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times with it. You win once with it. It is yours forever. You play college basketball where tonight I see my Jacksonville State Gamecocks. I'm representing at home against UTEP. Four and a half point favorite in that one. You dive over to the NBA. You take a look at, uh, say, the Nuggets Heat tonight. Nuggets, a five-point favorite at home. You play all those games right there at mybookie.ag. I can play the PGA Tour. I can play Live Golf. I got all the John Rom favorite to win, by the way, in case you're wondering. What, what is Kim? For the Live? For the Live. I was going to see if I can find Anthony Kim out of the gate? Uh, I was going to see if I can find his number real quick. Uh, first time in 12 years, I would Plus imagine. Plus 125. I'd say uh, oh, 1,000 no. to 1. 1,000 to 1? Yeah. I'm not going to say it's that high. Uh, I'll see if I can find that. We got to. Oh, it's, no, he's plus ten thousand. No, so oh, that was no. way low. Yeah. So you guys don't think he's going to win? Yeah. You can play those at mybookie.ag. Code next round when you sign on mybookie.ag. All right. Um, listen, we um, we we had a fun day as a group yesterday over in Tuscaloosa, and we didn't get a chance to to mention it on the air. Uh, there you can see uh, our picture with Kaylin DeBoer and some other great stuff. It was, a, it was a wonderful trip over there. And we'll talk more about Tuscaloosa. But if you watch the Meltdown yesterday, um, which is our new show, which is 2 o'clock uh, every day, 2 o'clock Central, Monday through Friday, here on this platform, and you go and uh, like and subscribe to Meltdown, uh, our co-worker, the newest co-worker up here, Tim Melton, um, shared with everyone who watched the show the passing of his dad yesterday. And if you haven't seen it, please go back and watch the first uh, five, ten minutes of the show, a wonderful tribute of a son to a father and why he's in this business and everything. And it's right off the start of the show. So you, you, we encourage you to watch the whole show. But if you just go and consume the first ten minutes of that, and if you still have the chance to call and tell your dad you love him today, is a good time to do it. You know, and beyond that, Tim's dad is a fascinating guy. Uh, first of all, he uh, is a United States veteran. 
And if you've watched any part of this show, you know how much uh, love and respect we have for the U.S. veteran, but specifically a Vietnam veteran. And those men and women who came back got a raw deal uh, because of the nature of that war. And that is very unfortunate. Like, you can have your opinion about the war. And, I mean, that's what makes this country great. We all get to have our opinions. But as it relates to the United States veteran, I could give a damn how you feel about that war. Those men and women went over there and put their life on the line representing our country, and they deserve better than what they got. And unfortunately, Tim's dad um, was exposed to the Agent Orange, as Tim pointed out, and that's what uh, that's what unfortunately uh, disabled him as a disabled veteran. But he still served his community as a police officer, uh, as a police detective and a police chief. So that was a good man right there yeah. that our country needs more of. And Tim goes into great detail of that um, there at the start of the meltdown. If you'd like to go consume that today, but our thoughts and prayers to Tim and his family uh, and extend it up here to our family because of our love for Tim. So go check that out. It's the meltdown. It's on these platforms right here, two o'clock again, live today. And Tim is part of that. And there you see a picture of Tim and his dad. Rest in peace, my man. We're back in a moment right here on TNR. Call the next round now at 205-734-0923. Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local. 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook. 205-542-3531. It's Storm Restoration Roofing. Things fall apart. There's even a book about it, but that doesn't mean you have to break the bank to fix them. Ryan Brown here for the next round. Our friends at Mortgage Right have a new renovation option that will make repairs and other home improvements easy. If you've recently purchased a home and find yourself short on cash or you're looking to buy a fixer-upper, Mortgage Right's renovation loan program can help you spruce up your space. Repairs can be made to your roof, plumbing, flooring, and more with the help of top-notch mortgage professionals. So get your fix by visiting mortgageright.com slash TNR and MLS 2239 equal housing lender. There are so many things I love about Walk-Ons. Authentic, mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine prepared fresh daily from scratch. A great beer selection and TVs everywhere to watch the big game every day of the week. And of course, they've got two great locations on Highway 280 and 119 and at Hoover near the Hoover Met. Walk-Ons is also a great place for happy hour. Two to six Monday through Friday with $5 moonshine swirls, $5 house pours, and half-price appetizers. And it's an easy take-home experience for the family as well. Highway 280 and Hoover with Walk-Ons. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. Hey, let me tell you about our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama. Compassionate and comprehensive urological care with 35 physicians, 17 locations across Alabama. Their patient-centered approach to all of your urological needs. Remember, they've got that new men's health center. It is beautiful, helping men with a wide range of sensitive male issues in a comfortable environment. You can always go online, visit urologycentersalabama.com, schedule an appointment with one of their many urologists today. Hang out with the next round on the go. Whether you're driving to work, running errands, sitting on the beach, or you just need a break from the real world, we can keep you company. Check out the next round, Mystery Fifth Hour, and our other shows on your favorite podcast app. We'll meet you there. 
Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late night bites. Only at Twin Peaks. Rolling on on the next round, Brownie just with a little bit of information uh, from FanDuel, a uh, different uh, betting site than our friends at MyBookie.ag, which we enjoy. But it's a uh, it's an interesting note on who can win the national championship still. Yeah, updated uh, national championship odds after last night's action. Uh, UConn still 5.5 to 1. Houston 7 to 1. Purdue 7.5 to 1. Uh, Arizona, Tennessee after last night, both 13 to 1. Auburn is in a group with North Carolina and Marquette at twenty to one. Duke and Iowa State twenty two to one, and Alabama twenty five to one. You know, you never get numbers like that in college football this deep in the season. What do you it mean numbers you how, that, are that big? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because when you the get, NCAA tournament is this. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> a roulette wheel. It, it really is. I mean, that shows you right there. I mean, you get Tennessee at thirteen to one. Yeah, that's a hey, good team, isn't it? Yeah. By the way, for any of you that have been to a casino in uh, say the last few months. Have we changed the roulette wheel? Does what? it now have a double zero, a triple zero? It's always had two greens. No, but does uh, it now have three greens? Yeah, I don't think they would do that. Somebody check that out. I mean, I'm with you. Historically, all the way back to James Bond, there's been two greens, but I heard that maybe the roulette wheel now is a three greener. Which changes the odds wide, right? Oh, you know? it, it affects them big time, you know, because that's what a lot of people are like, man, roulette, you know. Red or black is 50-50. Nope, it's not 50-50. You got a couple of greens out there for a reason. Well, but which, Completely throws so the So there is off. a special kind called triple zero roulette. Okay. That it says the Venetian was the first one to introduce it, that it's a thing, but the typical roulette wheel is still, I guess it's zero on one side, double zero on the other side. But, okay, but, so they didn't change all roulette wheels ever. It's a special roulette wheel you can There's play. all kind of things out there that are now variations on all the favorite games okay. and it kind but, of messes you up at a casino. But lines on the triple zero, I lose a red or a black, don't I? Yeah, so it raises the casino advantage from 5.26% to 7.69%. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. casino's always going to have the advantage. They, yeah, they <laughs> so, are. But it also gives, gives you a better odds if you're betting green, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, can you actually just bet green? Well, it gives you better odds. Can you not I just know, bet I green? I don't know if you can just bet green if we had to do zero or double zero. Oh, I don't know. Honestly, don't I'm know. not a roulette guy. Charlie says there's two at the Hard Rock, so the Venetian there. Yeah. Uh, Leave it to Jim to find the special roulette wheel, says Daniel. I, I had never heard or seen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bama Mafia says triple O roulette wheel, triple zero roulette wheel is becoming the norm everywhere now. Well, the, the, just the weird thing about it, though, then it takes away a red or a black. So now red or black aren't even even. No, no it's an actual, actual space. It's a it's condensed the, the oh. spacing. Oh, okay. I got you now. Yeah. So they've added a space. They didn't yeah. take away yes. a red or black. I got yeah. you. Okay. Because you want to keep the... 36 numbers yeah gotcha gotcha that makes more sense now i could not figure out and it does if you play you can play you know in the crosshair of like four numbers and then you get a little slightly less odds if you hit those now there's like a triple like a triangle point that you can play all three and technically i guess play green and get that so it'll give you slightly higher slightly higher odds well zach says you could get roulette close to 50 50 but you got to be creative i don't know enough about it to know oh me either 
Uh, my roulette experience is always Russian. What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never lost. Obviously. <laughs> you only get to lose that one once, right? Hey, would you feel good about Dunaway putting one round in the chamber? <laughs> not, not at all. Are you are you clearing out of the room? <laughs> yes, I am. My own, depending on how well life has been that year when I go into casino, it's always that first twenty or one hundred dollar. I go in and I either put it on black or red, whatever I'm feeling, and I hope to double up right there to start off with, and boom. Ever paid out? Uh, yeah, about yeah. about twenty five percent of the time. Good. Usually, uh, usually kicks off my bad weekend at whatever <laughs> casino I'm in. Hey, show being brought to you by our friends at Legacy. Sign up today for the Swap and Drop program. If you wonder what the Swap and Drop program, let me paint you an example. Let's say a guy named Jim has a car loan with one establishment, and he's paying a certain amount of per month, certain interest rate, and all that. But he says, hey, I'd love to swap my car loan over to Legacy and get a better monthly payment, a better interest rate, and all that. That is the Swap and Drop program in a nutshell for guys like Jim. You can do it too, swapanddrop.com, swapanddrop.com. Whether it's a car loan, truck loan, boat loan, camper loan, uh, camper loan, motorcycle loan, ATV loan, you can all swap your current loan provider to Legacy, and drop your interest rate and monthly payment. It's SwapAndDrop.com. SwapAndDrop.com. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions may apply. See credit union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. We'll talk about the, um, <laughs> like, it's like a three, it's like a three uh, zero roulette wheel. We'll talk about the new college football playoff thing uh, in just uh, the next segment. We'll do that in the next segment. Justin Hoekson on Auburn football at 10. Uh, one more passing uh, from the entertainment world yesterday before we talk about our trip to Tuscaloosa. But Richard Lewis passed away, 76 years old, uh, best friends with Larry David, like brothers, a uh, longtime committee, comedian, and he passes away yesterday, age of 76. Larry David uh, said he was like a, like a brother to me, that they were born three days apart in the same hospital, and they've been close ever since. Well, look, I mean, if you watch Curb in its 12th and final uh, season, the chemistry between not only Richard Lewis and Larry David, but all of the characters that have been mainstays for a long time, including, you know, Leon and Ted Danson and those guys, but art imitating life. And Rocky, I don't know if you're caught up on this season, but they started talking about each other's like Richard Lewis was like, I'm going to put you in my will. And Larry's like, Oh, you're going to put me in. Now you want me to put you in my will. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. And, no. and it's just, it's crazy that that was the last episode. And then Richard Lewis passes away this week, just days after Did the they episode. they know he was sick, Rockstar? A Parkinson's disease. Oh, okay, so been, yeah, but they said he had been fine. He had, a, yeah. he had a heart attack. That's what killed him. Yeah, well, you yeah. watch him on the show. He is uh, very feeble. Like, it's like this guy's on his last leg. But yeah, uh, if you go back to like season six, which was probably 10, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, to where he is now, he looks like he's aged 40 years. That's why they put them in the ugly section at the restaurant. Uh, <laughs> what was interesting about Richard Lewis, his type of comedy was he was the creator of the uh, the Mother from Hell. Was it that like uh, my mo- the mother in law from Hell or something like that? Oh yeah. Even, but uh, it's interesting to say Artie Lang, who's a dirty comic, was, uh, was the comedian on Howard Stern for so long. Uh, somebody asked him who was his what comedian you. They wanted you to get in the business. Once you saw this comedian, he said 100% Richard Lewis. I don't know why, but when I saw him do an HBO special. 
that after loving Red Fox and all these dirty comedians, I loved Richard Lewis, and he's the one that got me to, I want to start doing comedy. See, I just never liked his stand-up. Like, I thought he was great. Self-deprecation is Richard and, Lewis. And, Everything was and like this, curb. and the delivery was like this, yeah. and the, I'm just, my life is miserable. But he's in the rest of the series, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. They've already shot it. Oh, yeah, so, they've already yeah. shot it, yeah. Yeah, him and, and, and to us, right, Funkhauser, uh, Super Dave. Yep. Is oh. gone too. So these guys are dropping like flies. Larry David looks good for 75. Well, because he's looked like that for the whole like, Yeah. He let go of that hair. I mean, it's just, I love he just wears a blazer and khakis. That's it. Every And uh, simple shoes. Have simple you seen uh, the videos of Super Dave in the car with Jerry Seinfeld? What is it? Comedians and cars? Comedians and the- cars getting coffee. And uh, he'll, he'll just always start. Super Dave always says, I got a joke for you. And Seinfeld just immediately breaks up. And it's always these long... Yeah. I mean, I love some Super Dave Osborne. That guy was hilarious. I used to love him when he was a kid. He was like, when I was a kid, he would come on Letterman. And in that... Did you ever watch a show character, called yeah. Bizarre character. on Showtime? So it was a sketch comedy. And I forgot who the head guy was of Bizarre. That's where, that's where I first... I was going to ask what show he was on yeah. when I was young. Well, that's Super when he yeah. wore the evil Knievel like right, outfit right. and did a bunch of spoofs and stuff. But Fuji I used to Yakutomo watch Bazaar as a like kid. That. Yeah, and and Letterman would always make fun of him, and Super Dave would always, you know, he played straight the whole time, and he was always like Letterman was always this is not a real character, and he would get so offended. It was awesome. I what mean, do you mean. Yeah, what, what do you mean, Dave? It's not real. I actually, you know, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm hurt I actually chewed myself out of a cannon tomorrow <laughs> yeah. down at Times Square. It's such you a funny character. obvious dummy. It's so bad. <laughs> I yeah. See, I told you, yeah, the dummy's just flopping through the air. Yeah. God, that was such a good character. Entertainment greats. Richard Lewis passing away uh, yesterday. All right, 14 playoff in the next, uh, 14 team playoff. Um, hold, hold, buckle up. It's interesting. Coming up in the next segment. But real quickly, uh, one thing that um, came away from yesterday, and we'll talk more about it later on, but uh, cut for a rock star, Kaylin DeBoer had this to say on our show. And I'm amazed at instant reaction that if you go and just read the comments on our YouTube, on uh, Twitter, uh, there were a lot of people live tweeting the, the show from different uh, formats that follow Alabama football. And when they when they started live tweeting the wording of what Kaylin DeBoer says here, the reaction from Alabama fans, some of them was, oh, no, we've got a guy who's not going to be hard on the players. Here's Kalen DeBoer yesterday. I mean, there's a fire. Don't get me wrong. There's a fire and there's uh, there's a competitiveness that, uh, you know, the guys see. I think they see that already in the workouts and, um, they'll, you know, they feel that and uh, how we you know, meet and team meetings and, um, you know, the standard that, uh, exists. Um, it's still the same standard. It's just messaged a different way, I think. And, um, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, you are who you are. And, uh, for me, you know, finding ways to positive reinforce. I mean, obviously there's a piece like you're kind of bringing up, there's a discipline, uh, moment or things like that, that still happens, you know, but how do you message that and how do you deliver and how do you work together with these guys to, for the players to understand that, Hey, I'm fighting the same fight. You are, I want the same things you want. We all want for you individually. We want for our team to, to be great. Um, you know, that just comes through continue to, to, to be there to support them and, uh, you know, help get them corrected. Uh, we, t- we talk about our coaches' jobs are to teach, critique, and demand. And so we're teaching, we're being critical of them, and we're demanding excellence and demanding, you know, as much as close to perfection as that we can. And their, their jobs are to grind, refine, and compete. And so the guys are grinding, they're refining their skills, and they're competing to be the best they can. You can be a tough coach 
without cussing. You don't have to cuss. And that all came off of uh, the fact that Lance asked him about cussing, that he doesn't cuss or rarely cusses or nobody hears him. Cussing. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. it's nobody. I mean, the way I took it after asking the question, and he answered it kind of in a long way. I take it. Look, I speak like a lot of adults, but I don't necessarily do it in certain places. Yeah. yeah. I, but there are different ways of coaching. You well, don't have to chew ass all the time to be a hard coach. I, I loved the reaction to this because it's like, oh, God, you know, everything's, you know, you can't do that at Alabama. Nick says the exact opposite way Nick Saban's doing it. I'm like, you know, the dude's 104 and 12. So uh, it's hard for me to believe that that style can win 104 games and only lose 12. But by God, once you get to Alabama, it ain't going to work that way. I mean, how, why do you think that? Like, I don't know if Kalen DeBoer would be successful or not. But he's 104 and 12 doing it that way. Yeah, so why would you not do it the way that you've always done it? And that's why I think Kalen DeBoer is going to be successful because this is the best job he's ever had, and he has been successful everywhere. I mean, he was talking about coaching, uh, what, JV baseball. And, you know, he was successful there. You know, the problem, and I don't know if it's a problem, but if he does lose a couple of games, then, you know, the narrative is going to be, well, boy, I mean, this is what you get for letting the next round guys in the facility. Yeah. Well, you you know, know, this guy should have been focused yeah. on yeah. film. Well, you don't get on them enough. I don't know about that, but getting on them enough is what they were talking about yesterday. Oh, uh, by the, the way, it's what they were talking about saving this year. Yeah. And but, the last two years is he doesn't get on the players enough. But and this was my big takeaway point yeah. of this. If you're watching if you watch the Patriots documentary on Bill Belichick and Brady the final years, what did you what did what did you hear? You heard the players saying it was miserable to go to work. I'd sit in my car and dread going into the football facility because Bill Belichick had become such an ogre. Um, the the modern day athlete with freedom of movement and stuff like that that you have in college athletics, I don't think you can chew their ass out and grind them like you used to ten years ago, twenty years ago, fifty years ago. They'll never be a junction again. And there's a reason why, because players can leave. And Nick Saban saw that. And Nick Saban changed the way he was coaching near the end. So to think that this guy, because he's not going to come out and drop MF on the guys every every practice, doesn't mean that he can't be a good coach. Uh, I would love to see, you guys remember the show Punk that Ashton Kutcher had. It was kind of a can- yeah, candid yeah. camera from the, for the old school people out there. But can you imagine if you loaded up your kids and told them you were going to a junction city? Yeah. And just, no, I'm not going, Coach. No, no, no. You stop the bus right here. You may get water today, tonight at 5 o'clock. Do you think one person would go on that trip? They came back then with like 17, didn't they? That's right. And that was pre portal. (laughs) You'd come back today with zero, trust me. There'll be a bus driver, maybe. Maybe. Maybe the bus driver. Pre portal is like, uh, what are my options? I'm going to war, I'm going to go in the military, or I'm going to junction. You know what? I'm going to go to the military. I'll give that military thing. Or go back and work on the farm. Yeah. Hello, farm. Dr. B and our friends at uh, our friends at uh, Precision Sports uh, take us to break. We'll talk about the 14-team playoff, which picked up a lot of steam yesterday. But first, the guy that made LT's hair pick up steam. Yeah, hey, look, if uh, you've got a friend out there thinning a little bit, uh, be the good friend. Pat him on the back and say, hey, look, I know a guy you need to call. Dr. Beckenstein is that guy. Be, be pre- preemptive. 205-319-0316. When I went to say, see Dr. B, the hair started thinning out. Since I went for that initial meeting, my hair is more than doubled in thickness. All I'm doing is three non-invasive treatments, 30 minutes each time on the couch. 
per week. And again, the hair has more than doubled in thickness. For more than 20 years, women and men turned to Dr. Beckenstein for a range of cosmetic and reconstructive procedures. He will use that experience, his advanced training and genetic testing to help his patients fully understand the procedures they are considering. Call Dr. Beckenstein today, 205-319-0316, 205-319-0316, or T3Hair.net. And our friends at Precision Sports, listen, if you've uh, tweaked anything, uh, some of you got in the yard uh, on Saturday, starting to get it ready for uh, spring and summer. First time all winter, cleaned out flower beds and trimmed some What's those bushes you trim all the uh, trees you trim all the time? Though? Uh, the crepe myrtles. Yeah. You didn't crepe murder, did you? I did not. I don't have them anymore, but I used to. Uh, and sometimes I'd tweak a shoulder or a back or something up on a ladder. Uh, if you do that, Precision Sports Medicine can get you back into your games. Precision Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Care, they are the provider that gets you back into work and into play, whether it's pickleball or pickup basketball that's got you on the shelf. 205-512-3885, 205-512-3885, or precisionsportsortho.com slash 2024. Precisionsportsortho.com slash 2024. Let they be, let these folks be your orthopedic care provider. Orthopedic care better together with precisionsportsortho.com slash 2024. Follow John Lunsford on Twitter at JLunts. Storm season is here. Make sure you have a plan of action in place right now. Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing should be your first call when storms hit. Insurance companies love working with Storm Restoration Roofing because of Greg Nelson's name and reputation in the industry. When storms hit, call Greg Nelson. He's local. 205-542-3531. He's the home of the free no-cost roof inspection. Greg from Pell City on Facebook. 205-542-3531. It's Storm Restoration Roofing. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about one of our favorite places for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That is Hamburger Heaven since 1982. Hamburger Heaven has been serving Birmingham's best hamburgers, cheeseburgers, french fries, hand-spun milkshakes, and sandwiches made fresh to order. All of their ingredients are fresh and prepared daily. This includes their beef, always fresh, never frozen, hand-pattied each and every day. For breakfast, lunch, or dinner, visit any of the four locations, Highway 280, Irondale, Gardendale, and Homewood. Start your day online with our website, nextroundlive.com, for the latest videos, podcasts, and college football stories. It's also a great way to stream the show or shop in the Next Round store. Stay connected by visiting nextroundlive.com. Sports fans, Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, and sports betting. But they need to hear from you. Did you know Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. It's paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance. Again, sportsbettingalliance.org. Tournament time is almost here, but any time is a great time to jump on with MyBookie.ag. When you sign up at MyBookie.ag, use code NEXTROUND for a special sign-on bonus. You can use that bonus right away. Win once with it. It is yours and yours forever. Not like some of the sites that make you win 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 times before you keep the bonus. You win once at MyBookie.ag. It is yours forever. Basketball tournaments, NBA, the start of Major League Baseball, NASCAR, and golf. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. MyBookie.ag. Code NEXTROUND. You gotta look your best to play your best, and our friends at Bandwagon can help your team find the perfect uniforms for that upcoming season. Bandwagon is with you every step of the way, from developing your team logo design to choosing from their multitude of samples. You name the sport, they can make it happen. 
To get your uniform journey started, you can shoot them a message on any social media platform or check out their website, bandwagonsports.com. That's bandwagonsports.com. Next round, listeners, it's time to jump on the bandwagon. Every day, someone is ridiculed and mocked for the clothing they chose to wear. It's a harsh reality we all must face. But you have the chance to change all of that with one visit to nextround.store. For just a few minutes of browsing, you will observe so many clothing options, from hats to hoodies to t-shirts. Please, for yourself or someone you love, go to nextround.store and embrace the warmth of true attire. Changing college football playoff format, not for this year, but for 2026. In just a second, we'll look at that through the eyes of Michelson Laser Vision, the folks that changed LT's eyesight a couple of decades decades ago now. Yeah, make that phone call that I made, 205-969-8100. Ask for Amy. Tell her the next round sent you. She's going to hook you up with a hassle-free consultation, zero to lose, to find out if LASIK is right for you. Make 2024 be the year of sight for you. If you're wasting money on the contacts, wasting money on the glasses, um, I know. I'm speaking from experience. I did the same for about a decade. Finally got the procedure done. 2015 vision, better than 2020. Call 205-969-8100. Again, ask for Amy. Tell her the next round Cynthia. She's going to hook you up with the pre-inflation pricing. For more information on Dr. Mark Michelson and Dr. Jen Michelson, best in the business, MichelsonLaserVision.com. Did you ever wear glasses? Uh, you know what? I bought a pair of glasses at one particular time, but I never wore them. But you never wore them. <laughs> yeah, I never wore them. And then I finally, like years after that, finally wore contacts. Contacts were a pain in the ass. I was one of those guys I'd go to sleep with contact in, which is so bad for the eye. Have you ever had contacts? I have not. Uh, so you would just put in one eye your contacts? No, you okay. put them in both. Okay. But, you know, instead of some nights, instead of fishing them out and putting them back in the little uh, container, I'd just be ah, I'm going to sleep in them. Yeah, it's oh. bad for you, right? Oh, yeah. That is not good. No oxygen to the eye. Oh, yeah. All right. You don't want that. So here we go. Last week, these guys, when I was out, talked about uh, the SEC and the Big Ten uh, virtually demanding that they have more automatic bids than everyone else moving forward. They are going to be the bigger conferences with the better quality teams than anyone else. In fact, the current format that we're going this year, the 12 team, um, we feel like all the at-large bids will be SEC and Big Ten. So this isn't a far stretch, but here is the proposal with some details that will come. A little T with this graphic. Starting in 2026, and this has picked up steam, even from the ACC and the Big 12, and you may be surprised by this. Three auto bids for the SEC... Three auto bids for the Big Ten, two auto bids for the ACC, two auto bids for the Big 12. You think to yourself instantly, why am I going to get less than them? Why, Jim? More on that in a second. One auto bid for the group of five who will sign on for this because it keeps them into the game into the future. They keep getting checks. One auto bid for Notre Dame if they're in the top 14 in the college football playoff rankings. And if not, then you get three at-large bids. If Notre Dame eats up one of those bids, there's two at-large bids which most people feel like in this scenario would go to another SEC and Big Ten team. So a 14-team playoff there, which guarantees an extra auto bid for the ACC and the Big 12. That's the way I see this, Brown. That it's, If I'm the ACC and the Big 12, the reason I'm excited about this is it guarantees me two in each of the playoffs. Moving forward, whether it's 12 or 8 or 4, 
or 12 or 14 or 16, if you're not guaranteeing me access in the ACC and the Big 12, I feel like you're, you're it's going to be eaten up by the SEC and the Big I, 10. I don't like this. Why do you not like it? Well, because sometimes you're going to get bad teams in the college football playoff. I would rather, hey, let's take a look at this and let's put the, I know, automatic qualifiers from each conference. So you're going to be you're multiple. Gonna, you're going to be the 14 best team guy. Yeah, I would like it that way. I agree with Lance. I've never even liked one on. I mean, let's qualifier. just go back less than five years ago. There was a time that Clemson was the best team in the ACC, and Virginia, with five losses, was the second best team. Do right. we want to see a five loss Virginia team nope. in this well, college football? Playoff? You do, that was because of divisions, though, right? Uh, I mean, it, it, not having divisions game. does minimize. No, it, but I would I'm agree. saying they were the overall the second best record in the ACC that year was nine and five. Yeah, I, I just if we're gonna do just the best, and how about ex- we how about we focus on twelve? How about we get this <laughs> we right? Haven't done that. I, mean, I, I I just can't even believe how rapidly this thing is going. Well, well this, this is typical college sports, just ready or fire ready aim, right? Yeah, well, that's yeah. because you know you guys have discussed it. We've discussed it for years now. This this college football playoff is only guaranteed for two years, so this is the new the future twenty twenty six and on to guarantee that a college football playoff sticks around. If we're just going the best, in this case, 14 teams, as you say, or the best 12 teams, then we really don't have to go that deep. We could just say the best eight, or or as we've been doing, the best four. We don't really, if we're not going to have automatic qualifiers, then we don't need to go to 12 or to 14. Yeah, but why would we go to 12 or 14 if we're not having the best teams? That makes Um, no sense. Well, the best teams are always opinionated, right? That's up to a ranking at that point. Well, I don't think you're playing automatic bids, then it doesn't matter if the ACC may have three great teams in one year. Uh, And, you know, we're going to say, but they beat each other up. You know, the and that's what we're going to get to with the SEC and the Big Big Ten. I mean, we're talking about whose schedule is it? Uh, Oklahoma. Now, Oklahoma and Alabama, I think, have the two toughest SEC schedules next year in this upcoming year. This is leaving open a way to play your way through some losses and to automatically get in. I mean, if we're just going the top X number of teams, the best 14, the best 12, we probably don't need to go that deep. We probably should just go to eight. Well, I, yeah, I don't know about that, but I'm just saying if you do go best teams, every game's going to matter that much more. I mean, I think most of the time when you go best teams, it's probably going to look a lot like this. Most of the time. Most of the time. And when it doesn't, the argument is going to be at 12, 13, 14, somewhere in there. Like, oh, really? Like, Louisville just happened to win that one game. They're that much better than Oklahoma. I mean, that's where your argument's going to be. It's not going to be at the top. It's going to be, you know, down at the bottom. I get all that. But I'm like Lance. I just don't. I know why the conferences don't want to do the 14 best teams. But as a fan, I want the 14 best teams. Yeah. But now, again, that becomes subjective, Lance. I mean, because they're going to keep the committee. This is not going to be some sort of – even the rankings, though, people had trouble so with. So how many are we talking about the Big Ten getting? Three. Three for the Big Ten, three for the SEC, and then you're still eligible for the two or three um, at-large bids which I think will always go to an SEC and a Big Ten. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, this year you had Michigan, Washington, and Oregon, if we're going Big Ten, coming up this year. That means Ohio State wouldn't have got an automatic bend. They were an 11-win top-10 yeah, team. They would have gotten an at-large very been at-large easy. Very, they're in, but you're right. They don't get an auto bid. Yeah. yeah. And see, that's how tough the league's going to be. Yeah, I, I, these I still are think be. if we, we go from 12, we need to go to 16. 
Yeah, I'm with I'm with Lance. The thing I don't like about this most is that we've still got those two dangling teams yeah. right there. The two buys. The two buys. I don't yeah. we don't yeah. sixteen you can play two yeah. first round on campus games. We frequently compare this to the NFL. It doesn't bother me in the NFL, so I don't know why it would bother me in college. I guess I just need to get used How to it. How many playoff teams are in the NFL? Fourteen. Fourteen and yeah. there are two buys. I mean it's the buys. exact model. Yeah. And by the way, the model I saw, the two buys always go to the SEC champion and the Big Ten champion. Yeah, I do not like that. Which does what? again it puts a a priority on that championship game that the yeah. sec and the big 10 loves they give there's a reason why to win that game now yeah but this year it would have gone to michigan and washington it would have gone pac 12 and big 10 yeah but pac 12 doesn't exist we're talking I, about going I, forward i know yeah. but I'm, I'm just saying it's not always going to go to the sec and the big 10 moving forward in the model i saw it would it be will. mandated yeah it's mandated. Uh, the sec yeah. champion would have one by the yeah. big 10 champion would have the other by and then the rest yeah. of the field. And See, the ACC I, and the Big 12 would sign off on that. I know. To, to guarantee get the extra teams. that they've got two yep. spots. I know. Yeah. So but, basically, but, but the SEC and the Big 10 have held them over the barrel. Yeah, and world. how dumb is that going to be if Clemson ever bounces back and we see another dominant 12-0 Clemson right. and team? And says, I don't get the buy, and they're like, yeah, let us explain to you why you don't get the yeah, buy. And then you've level. got a, uh, a two-loss Alabama that wins the yeah. SEC. I don't get the buy? Yeah, but you got this new indoor practice facility for all the money we made. But by the way, if that model holds up, it guarantees an ACC and a Big 12 in the future. And if you end That's up pissing, if you end up pissing off the SEC and the Big Ten, yeah. you know what doesn't exist in the future? ACC and Big Twelve necessarily. The ACC. Yep. That's a good point. I don't know about the Big Twelve. Auburn's on the practice field and they're talking today. We'll talk to a guy who doesn't have to talk to anybody who gets the inside information, Justin Hokinson, Auburn Live. He joins us next on the show. That's being brought to you by a couple of great folks. One of them, our friends at Guttercap. LT, tell us about Guttercap. Yeah, basketball has its madness in March, but homeowners who clean their gutters have it all year long. Eliminate your gutter cleaning madness forever with Guttercap. Call my good friend Chris Stewart, 205-823-2212. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau for two decades and on the board of directors. Guttercap is a patent aluminum cover system. Fits over most existing gutters. Eliminates that dangerous job of getting on a ladder, cleaning out your gutters. Right now, 45% off the retail price for March Madness. Madness. Call 205-823-2212 or guttercapbirmingham.com. Cap it, don't snap it, it's guttercap. And our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama, listen, men's health as you get older becomes very important. Hope knows this now because he's over 25 years old. Uh, sometimes you got to keep check on all your health needs. Early detection is important. That's why UCA has 35 urologists on hand at 16 locations throughout the state of Alabama. Treat all your urological needs from prostate health to kidney stones and everything in between, visit UrologyCentersAlabama.com, UrologyCentersAlabama.com to schedule your appointment today. Follow the next round on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Next Round Live. 